This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1236. Don't make these English mistakes with countable and uncountable nouns. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to take your learning deeper with real-time transcripts and vocabulary practice, download our app on your iOS device. Go to allearsenglish.com slash bonuses. What are the most excruciating mistakes that we've heard students make when it comes to nouns? Hear our list of the top five and learn why this happens and how you can avoid it. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? It's going well, Michelle. What's going on with you? Oh, not too much. Not too much. Yeah. I mean, Lindsay, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I have so many students that, you know, they talk about how it can be really hard to focus on certain parts of their speaking when they're trying to have a natural conversation mm. and they're wanting to connect with other people, but they're, you know, kind of their mind can't like focus on on something enough to get it completely correct. Um, oh. And this happens a, a lot with grammar, I think, with our students. Okay, so you're saying students are kind of holding on to the mistakes, like they hear themselves make a mistake and they can't get past it? Is that what you mean? And no, connect? no, I... I mean, no. I mean more so that like they realize that they're focusing on something else too much. Like I always say to my students, like, oh, you have so much to focus on when you're speaking yeah. another language. You have your mm -hmm. vocabulary, you have your pronunciation, all this. And it's hard to focus on everything at once. So sometimes something goes by the wayside. And so we uh, and you know, that can make students feel intimidated. They might say, oh, I know that my grammar could be better because I don't pay attention to it when I'm trying to speak, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a tricky balance that we have to find, right? We have right. to find that beautiful balance between trying to be correct and trying to connect. And it's somewhere mm. in between, right? So we have to pick and choose our battles here when it comes to grammar, because that's one thing that can really get us uh, kind of held up mentally. Oh, that is so mm -hmm. true, Lindsay. Definitely. And that's why we talk about connection, not perfection. And, mm -hmm. you know, there, you know, but it is important to think about also, you know, these times when you do want to improve, or maybe when you do, maybe you are catching yourself making a lot of mistakes, like you said in yeah. the beginning, and mm -hmm. then you get intimidated, like, oh, my gosh, I noticed that I did this. and I noticed that I did that. So what can we do? So we have a listener question today from Megan from Taiwan, um, okay. about, you know, these situations and some of the grammar that she's going through and struggling with. So could you read the question for us, Lindsay? 
Sure. So here we go. So hi, Lindsay. I believe that most of your listeners are advanced English learners. So am I. I hope so. However, I'm struggling with keeping correct grammar when speaking fast. Since my native language doesn't have tenses or countable, non-countable, it's very hard for me to remember to use them correctly. Do you have any suggestions? Your sincere listener, uh, uh, Megan from Taiwan. Nice. Nice. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is a really, really good question. You know, we talk about connection, not perfection, but it sounds like, you know, sometimes our listeners do feel like maybe it's one thing to be perfect with grammar. It's another way to let your struggles with grammar, like, get in the way. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. I agree. And that's where we have to find that balance. It's not easy, though. It's not easy. No, it's not easy for sure. I mean, I have a feeling that a lot of our listeners can relate to this because we do spend so much time focusing on connection, not perfection. It's understandable that when you're speaking English, you may be focusing on that um, and grammar or something else may go behind, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it depends on when we're learning the right. language. Like what stage are we at? Obviously, right. if you're a beginner, you're probably not listening to this show, first of all. And right. you do need to spend some time learning that grammar. But once you hit that kind of plateau of upper right. intermediate, which I think is where a lot of our listeners are, it becomes a little less about grammar and a little more about letting it, letting go, letting go right. and, and going for that connection. But of course, we still care about grammar. I mean, right. con- connection, not perfection does not mean that grammar doesn't matter at all because grammar can place us in people's heads in a certain way. If we make too many mistakes, people make assumptions about us, which is not good. Right. Yeah. I think that, you know, with our slogan, connection, not perfection, our goal is that we don't want this anxiety over grammar to get in the way of connecting with others and with fluency. Definitely. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So to me, it sounds like Megan's doing everything right. I mean, it sounds like she's frustrated, but it sounds like, you know, she's, you know, doing everything right. She's not focusing on it too, too much. Mm -hmm. Right. But she notices that she wants to improve. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I love it when our listeners write in with these questions because we can tell that these are the guys that are, and girls, women and men, (laughs) that are really going to improve. You guys are going to be the ones who achieve your goals because you took the time to write in and ask a great question. So we know what kind of learner you are. That's right. awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Megan. So thank you for writing in today and, you know, really telling us about how you feel because it's not, it's not easy necessarily to do that as well. Yeah. So what are we going to do then today to help out Megan and everyone else that's also probably struggling with this? Yeah. So today we're going to do a couple things. So we're going to briefly talk about countable and uncountable nouns, right? (coughs) And then we're going to talk about what to do with this feeling of not being able to speak using correct grammar when having a conversation. So, you know, an overall discussion about it um, that I think will be really helpful and useful, um, I hope. Okay. So... To review, um, let's talk about countable nouns. So countable nouns are things that can be counted, right? Yes. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I mean, think about whether you can pick something up, right? One of something or two of something or three of something. What's a good example for that, Michelle? Well, I mean, an example of that could be like um, bags, right? You're at the grocery Mm -hmm. store. You can pick up one bag. You can pick up two bags. You can pick up three bags, right? Yeah. But what about rice? Well, rice is not countable. If you tried to pick it up, it's going to go everywhere. Now, Mm -hmm. you might argue with me and say, wait, but I can pick up 
one rice. Mm, you can't pick up a rice, but you can pick up a grain of rice. That's Ooh. the countable part. That's, the, that's where it gets tricky sometimes. It's not the rice, right? It's the grain of rice. So, yes. and we can get the, into that a little later about another, another time, like, because sometimes people do use that in different ways. So for example, like water, right? You can't count water. If you tried to pick it up, it's going to spill. It's going to go everywhere. But <laughs> You a cup of water or a bottle of water or a glass of water where it's contained, that's countable. Mm, so if something is contained, it's if something is like water is kind of all over the place, can be contained, it becomes countable. I like that. Right, right, right. That's a good way of looking at it. And you know, but the funny things the funny thing is is like sometimes you're at a store and you might say, Oh, can I have two waters? Okay, so mm-hmm. now what's going on? It's because we the person knows that we're talking about a glass or a cup or a bottle. Yeah, right? it's because native speakers are lazy and that's right. <laughs> they don't always teach you these rules, and then natives don't always follow these rules. And that's one example of when we don't right two waters. I say that all the time. It doesn't it doesn't follow the rules though. So right, same thing yeah. with coffee. Yeah. Two coffees, right? Yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> it's because you mean cups of coffee or whatever. So, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but today I wanted to go over some of the, uh, some of these nouns that are frequently misused with count and non count. Um, and these are ones that I've heard straight from class, things that I've heard over the years. So, I mm-hmm. wanted to go over them, right? So that we can stop making these mistakes, right? Mm, absolutely. So what are those? What are these uh, common offenders? <laughs> okay, common offenders. So furnitures, right? Ooh, terrible. Say furnitures? No. no. That's so weird. That's so it's, weird. It's furniture, right? Even if it's plural, right? So there's a lot of nice furniture in this house. Right. And how would we make that countable? Maybe pieces of furniture? That's like the that? thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like a piece of furniture, right? So yeah, furnitures, that doesn't really make sense that you, you can't really like hold furniture. You can, count, you can hold a piece of furniture, a chair, a table, whatever. Yes, I love that. How about the next one? Vocabularies. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I hear this all the time, guys. I yes. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so students. I've, mm-hmm. right. I've learned a lot of vocabularies today. I, I can understand this, right? Of course, right? You want to make it plural? You had an S. However, vocabulary words are countable. I've learned yes. a lot of vocabulary words, but if you're just saying vocabulary, you would just say, I've learned a lot of vocabulary. Yeah. So if you guys are one of the students that's making these mistakes, just pay attention to it. It's time to start to up that level, up up your game a bit and start to make sure you are saying this correctly. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Exactly. And then another one I hear commonly, homeworks. Oh no, that's awful. That's the worst one so far. <laughs> Is this just making your ears hurt, Lindsay? Well, it also makes me think about, you know, people are probably just translating from their language. I think, I'm not sure about this, but I think that in French, uh, homework is plural. And maybe in Spanish too, 
I can't remember. But a lot of your languages, probably it is plural. But don't translate it, guys. That's where we're getting into trouble. Right, right, right. I think that the countable version would be like homework assignments. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's the next one, Lindsay? Oh, also really bad. Jewelries. Very bad. We don't want to say jewelries. Pieces yeah. of jewelry, right? Uh, what else? Pieces of jewelry or naming the specific things like a bracelet, a necklace, a ring. Um, the right. more specific we can be, the better, you know? Yeah. Now I'm also thinking of um a, a, another one, uh, clothings. I hear clothing. Oh, no. You don't, I've, I haven't heard that from a student in a while, actually. Oof. Yeah. It would be a piece of clothing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what's the last one? I hear this a lot. Yeah. I think this is also a factor of translating from definitely in Spanish. It's it's plural, but the wrong way to say it, guys, is advices. We want to say advice. <laughs> right, okay. right, right. So that's another one. Yeah. So guys, you know, I think that these are some of the major ones that you should think about. So sometimes you might want to do something like that instead of thinking, oh my gosh, like, Count nouns, non-count nouns in general are making me nervous. Okay, mm-hmm. pick a few that, you, that you've heard that you're confused about. Find the answer to that and use them in your conversations. Yeah, I love that idea. I love that. So important. And always connect it with real usage of the right. language. Always connect it with a real connection moment, conversation moment where you actually use it. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we're not going to go through all the grammar, all the tenses today, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a big question, really. It's a good question, but it's a big one. So, but we're going to also talk about, you know, this mindset to be in and how can you improve, you know, with this idea mm-hmm. of feeling maybe a little bit intimidated. So, I mean, Lindsay, what can you do? And, you know, we don't, uh, let's just start going through it and see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, pay attention to what other people are saying. I mean, they say that the best writers are good readers. Well, I think the best language learners, speakers are good listeners also. Mm, It works both ways. That's good, right? So, you know, just pay attention. Be a fly on the wall um, Mm. of your conversations too. Listen to yourself, what you're saying, and listen to what others are saying as well. So observe yourself, okay? And pick up on what you're saying and when you're making these mistakes. Right, right, right. I love it. Yeah. So um, another thing you can do, you can ask a friend for help, right? Maybe say, mm-hmm. let's take 10 minutes, correct my grammar mistakes, and I'll correct yours. Yeah, right? why not? Mm-hmm. For practice, yeah. right? That's You're not focusing on it all the time then, but you are giving a little bit of let's have a regular conversation. But if you hear something, correct me, right? It's going to be a fun way to practice. Make it a game. Yeah. And I think the point here is don't fatigue yourself too much. Like don't try to sit down for an hour and correct, you know, have your grammar corrected for an hour because you'll get frustrated. You'll get disappointed. You'll have, you'll have your mind going in 10 different directions. Have a, have like a language exchange. You know, when I lived in New York and Tokyo, I had language exchange partners to learn Japanese and Spanish. And we would meet once a week in a cafe. It was so simple and exchange half an hour in Spanish, half an hour in English. And you could take 10 minutes of your half hour and and say, now I want you to correct my grammar for every count, non-count mistake I make or every grammar mistake if you want to broaden it out. So make sure Definitely. you focus in on that time right. and you know exactly what the purpose is of every minute of the exchange. 
Right, right, right. That's a really good tip, Lindsay. And you know, another thing you can do is think about what do you talk about usually? Spend your time thinking about the topic rather than the grammar point. Because at the end of the day, oh no, not at the end of the day, at the end of the actual day, uh, make <laughs> notes of the topics. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder, if our, I wonder if our listeners caught that. We're going to do another episode on what just happened there. But basically, there's an expression at the, at end, the end of the, of the day. day <laughs> Actually, we haven't done an episode yet on that. And I was thinking the other day that we should. Um, really? That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you're saying literally at the end of the day of practice, <laughs> you should make notes on the topic. <laughs> but I read what I had written and I thought I was writing, oh, at the end of the day, this is what I think, right? <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Guys, stay tuned in. It's going to be a good episode on that because yeah. people are using that a lot now in American English at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, at the end of the actual day, make some notes of topics, <laughs> right? Take a day and say, okay, what are some of the things that I spoke about today, right? Go back, re like, think about it. Um, so, and, you know, what grammar you may have used just to increase your awareness. Don't do this all the time, but maybe think, okay, what did I talk about today? What grammar may I have used or what grammar could I have used? Yeah, exactly. And if there are certain topics, I think we're leaning towards specific topics here that you're interested in, go deeper in those in different ways. Like let's say you did your language exchange and you found yourself talking about interior decorating and you like that topic. Mm -hmm. Then maybe you go and you seek out a, a, you know, what is it? The HGTV, Home and Garden Television, where they have all those, you know, those <laughs> oh, stories. I do know. I do know. Those are good, uh, yeah. good things to watch right before bed. Yeah, right. So they, they buy the house and they yeah. design it They and then they flip it, right? So a vocabulary like furniture is going to come up a lot there. Yeah. So focus on, on one topic and expose yourself to the input from different places, from TV, from radio, from conversations. Just go deeper into the topics that you like and you'll master those words. For sure, for sure. And, you know, uh, should we give a couple more tips or you think... Uh yeah, I mean, maybe that's good for today. I think th those are really. I think those that's are, good. I think yeah, those are meaty. What we say, meaty tips. So I think those are awesome. Yeah, so, I think yeah. so too. You know, maybe we'll do a follow up on this and do that with the end of the day or something. But you know, yeah. guys, basically. I think the thing is that it can be tough to focus on connection and try for perfect grammar at the first time. Think of the reason for your conversation. Mm -hmm. Is it important to have perfect grammar now or is it more important to completely connect and focus on that, right? Choose a time when it is important to have a perfect grammar and choose a time when it's okay to be more relaxed and focus on the topics and the grammar will follow. Ooh, I like that, Michelle. I think we attacked this question really well today. This is great. And guys, I mean, one other good way, Michelle, that I was thinking to make sure that our grammar is kind of also increasing and getting better while our connection skills and our vocabulary is getting better is to have real-time transcripts, right? To be able to read them right inside our app, right? So guys, mm. we have that now. I mean, isn't that cool, right? So that's the side benefit of having having those transcripts. We can see the grammar for each thing that we can see and you can see it written correctly because we're saying right. it mostly correctly. You can see us do it and then you can mimic what you see and hear. Right, so, right. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, guys, that would be super helpful. 
Yeah. So Michelle, do you remember the link where our listeners can go to get the iOS app? Do you remember? I do. I <laughs> okay. do. It's allersenglish.com forward slash bonuses. Yes, you nailed it. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> awesome. So guys, go over there in your iOS device. You do get to see real-time transcripts and you create your personal power list of vocabulary words when you become a member. But we have a free one-week trial so you can check it out and see how it is. Okay, cool. Okay, All well, right. this was fun. All right, Michelle. I'll see you soon. Have a good Bye. one. You Bye. too. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.